0: hello you play to win the game let's
1: go to eat a damn snack we're taking receipts and i can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around
0: no question about it i am ready to get hurt again
2: what a fucking disaster that was last week manny it's been about four or five days uh my christmas i don't want to say it was ruined it could it could have been a lot better but i will give you that the dolphins did give me a nice gift Made me feel a little better on Christmas Day. And for that, I appreciate you, Manny. How you doing?
1: I'm doing amazing, sir. Merry Christmas to you again. Um, I will tell you that when said last intercession happened yesterday, I literally just walked out the house.
2: You mean about Tua? Yeah.
1: I literally just got up, walked the fuck out. I, I didn't want to be around anybody because I said, you know what? I refuse to let them dictate my mood at, at one point. Um, somebody was like, hey, you just gotta have faith in the man above. I'm like, it's easy to have faith in the man above, but I'm not gonna have faith in Tua. As I said that, boom, third pick. I just walked the fuck out the house. But outside of that, man, I had a great Christmas. It was um, it was fun spending time with uh, you know, people close around you. And, you know, now we're here to talk some uh shitty jets football.
2: Uh yes, we're gonna talk some shitty jets football. And we do have a guest on with us today. We do. We got we have Tyson from Talk. Jets Radio. Did I get that right, Tyson?
0: Let's talk Jets. What's up, let's man? Let's talk Jets. My
2: fault. Let's talk Jets. And um, I you know, wanted to get somebody on here that is uh, a big Jets fan just like us. Well, Whoa. like me. Let me not throw you Whoa. in that one. Whoa. <laughs> Especially since we have some Zach Wilson stuff to talk about, right, Tyson. And But before we get into that, let's just get into the whole Jaguars thing overall. But before I do that, Tyson, I wanted you to be able to plug your Let's Talk Jets. So you record, what, once a week?
0: Oh, we record all the time, man. Monday nights, Tuesday nights, we do streams oh, sh- on Saturdays, and then we do a lot of like solo videos too. So we, we're we pretty active, man, especially during the season, man. There's just so much going on. You want to react and you want to preview, then you want to rant, of course, right? So we, we, we do a lot, man.
2: And, and they got the YouTube shorts now, which are always really nice also, yeah. which everybody gets on there, records for 15, 60 seconds. And usually those are really ugly rants. So yep. I'm, I'm, I'm sure those are always fun also. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, Let's get into the nitty gritty. We had Jets Jaguars, Thursday Night Football. Now, before I even talk about the game, a couple weeks ago, Manny and I were talking, and I asked, Manny, why the fuck do the Jets fans keep asking for Sunday night football to be flexed for us? We are horrible on prime time. And this just goes to show we do not belong on prime time. I I, I don't agree with that. People want this. I don't agree with that. Did you want this game to do you want any games to be played on prime time?
0: I wouldn't be surprised at the Jets Dolphins game the end of the year goes prime time. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I've been saying that. That, that right? would
2: kill me. That would kill me just because I w- I would expect the worst at that point.
0: But it was like it was set up perfectly though. It's like Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, prime time stage, rain, wind, misery. It was the perfect stage for the Jets to have a disaster. Like it was like all lined up exactly where he wanted it, to be angry by the end of the first quarter, miserable by the second quarter, then hating football by the fourth quarter. Right? It's, <laughs> it was perfect.
2: Are you on the same wavelength as I am as far as the worst play for us in the last decade was Frank Gore picking up that first down against the Here Rams? Here we go. Look, I explained the last week. It's the first time I started cussing in front of my kids in my life in their lives. Never, but I, I couldn't keep it in. I just started cussing at the TV. Is that going to go down? That's probably the worst single
0: play. I will. Ne- I'll never forget. Decade. I'll never forget that following Monday where there were Jet fans like. Victory Monday, we beat the Rams. We did this. We did that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, I'm like, light at the end. Like, we were we were embracing losing because it was a, a lay at the end of the tunnel. That was our prize yeah. possession, not only for the quarterback, but you probably could have got any coach you wanted too. First pick in the draft, Trevor Lawrence. You could have probably gotten somebody else too. Like, even if you didn't want solid, whatever yeah, you could have did. But that dude did not get Trevor Lawrence, dude, and now you're dealing with this quarterback beautiful, hamster again, man. Oh. Terrible.
2: Oh, I would have loved Trevor Lawrence. I would have grown on my hair. I would have grown on my hair. He was, he was uh, such a good looking guy. I wish I would have had him on my team.
0: Can Bruce. you imagine him
2: in New York? Oh. <laughs> but you know what? We would have ended up with that. Same, what was the, this, uh, the, the coach? Urban Meyer? I don't, think,
0: I don't think Urban Meyer. I think they would have went in different directions. I think they probably would have chased Bill Cowher. They would have chased nah, a lot of bigger names. So. I don't think Urban Meyer would have been the guy, dude. I don't, don't think a, was, I don't think Ever-Meyer would have been the guy from New York either. <laughs> no. Urban Meyer was the was the hottest
2: commodity that
0: you or know that, he wouldn't come obviously. to New York and deal with all this nonsense. He's he was a power guy. I think it would have been somebody else, but it would have been a prominent guy. You could have that that job would have been so hot, you know, like number one pick, New York market, you know, rebuild all these assets. Oh,
2: well, terrible. we got to to watch what could have been on that yep. Thursday night. Trevor Lawrence looked great, he's been He's been one of the best quarterbacks over the last, like, what, six, eight weeks? He's
0: playing well. As as
2: far as as QBR and all that other stuff. He was running. When he couldn't pass, he ran. Like, he played amazing. Now, that game was as bad as I think you can. I thought that that Patriots game where we only put up three points was going to be one of the worst performances I'd ever seen in my life, in my lifetime as a Jets fan. And we followed it up with, I think this was worse. Yep. Now, Manny, you watched the game. Yep. What did you take away from this game offensively?
1: Zach, listen, what did I tell you when we picked this game last week? I asked you, any chance in hell, Mike White gets cleared? You said, nope. I said, you guys are going to get slaughtered on Thursday night football. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. I I lost absolutely all the faith. Like, I wish we had a a time capsule real quick, Danny, that we could go back to week one. And what I told you, I felt about Zach Wilson missing the first few weeks and that I felt that it was good that he could – basically rest up that knee because I felt that when he came back, it was going to make your team that much better. Boy, was I wrong about Zach Wilson because Mm -hmm. once I lost faith in him, you could start seeing him in a better light. One, I'm not a Jets fan, right? So one, I don't have, I can't look at him with the same spectrum that you guys do. You gotta have, you gotta have that little bit of love for your own player, but at the same time, look at him in another light. Where like, I gotta be honest about what I'm seeing. Zach Wilson is a terrible quarterback. I, I Ryan Clark and ESPN, Put him in the same category now as Ryan, uh, Leaf. Ryan Leaf, Jamarcus Russell, and you have to put um, Zach Wilson at number three. And I can't disagree with that. Yep. Like, maybe he does go to a better another team and has a resurrection. But as, I agree with Stephen A. Smith. I think as, as far as him being a New York Jet player, I think he's done after this season. Whether it's a trade, whether it's cut, I don't see a scenario where he comes back. Watching him. And I get it. Chris Trevler didn't do a lot. I think Cromartie Judy, I hope he watches this. I felt great. I felt like texting him right away. I'm like, dude, your boy's coming into the game. But the fact that regardless of him being a running quarterback or not, you felt like the offense and the team wanted to get behind him. Kind of like when Mike White gets on the field. And even though Chris Trevler is is, I felt like I was watching Tim Debo out there. I'm like, if he's running the ball, it's about all he could do because yeah, that, boy, that boy does not throw a good ball. Mm-mm. So. Just him coming into the game and actually giving you some movement, it's all I need to be nail in the coffin for Zach Wilson, dude. Like I, I know you're you've been shitting on the defense, and so we're gonna get to it here in a bit, but I feel like as far as when it comes to Zach Wilson, man, that that's over.
2: Eminem okay. Benzino, that is nail in the coffin, sir. <laughs> on that Chris Trevler, he had CJ Uzama for an easy touchdown. Yes. The yes, way he understood him, and then that out route that he threw that, that should have gotten picked off, man. No fucking arm trick at all, Tyson. No. What did you take away from the offense on, on this? I mean, not that there is much to take away, but what did you get out of this game?
0: That was Zach Wilson's last game as a Jet. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There's no, there's no coming back from that. He played with no confidence. He doesn't trust his eyes. He doesn't trust. He doesn't trust anything. He doesn't know. He is so overwhelmed, dazed and confused on a football field. He doesn't know what mm. he's looking at. Doesn't even know what he's doing. Like, it, it was embarrassing to have him out there. Like, I like, th- like even going back to, like, the second Patriot game, I would have benched him at halftime. Like, like mm-hmm. Salah sometimes is too low. Like, this game, this past game, the Jaguar game, I'm like, halftime, bench him. You know, like, your season at that point was on the line. Like, this is playoffs, dude. This isn't some preseason game. This isn't week four. Like, get him out of the fucking game. Like, seriously, why is he in there? He Appreciate couldn't it. run the offense. And, like, the players don't buy into him. Like, you know the players don't like him. The offensive line, like, he gets hit. They look at him like, all right, get up, dude. Like, they don't care. They, they know they can't win with him. And it was apparent. And now he's done. Like, this, like, I don't want to hear about, like, oh, next year, this, next year, that. He could be the third string next year for all I care. Like, he's, you can't come back from something like this, not in this market, man, not playing like this.
2: I agree. And, you know, <clears throat> I, I agree that the, the the team isn't behind them. I think it was, it was never more apparent than the way they got behind Mike White chanting his yep. name in the locker room and wearing the shirts. I felt like that was almost like an indirect shot at Zach. Yep. But I will tell you, that I think that as human beings, me included as a fan, you start feeling bad for him, and I think his teammates did also, because after the um, after the game, was, was was it was it not not this past game, the game before against um, the Lions, mm-hmm. uh, Elijah Moore when they're walking into the room, he was, he was he was talking to him, had his arm around his shoulder, yep. Garrett Wilson went hugged him and started talking to him in his ear, like same thing after this game. Right, so everybody's like, I don't think necessarily that they like him, but they feel for him because at some point, like as a human being, you start to feel bad because you can tell he's been humbled and like he 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 lost all confidence in himself and his play on the field and off the field. I remember after the first Patriots game, I came on here and I started killing him for the way he was on in the press conference. But the week went by and I didn't hear anybody else say that. Mandy even said that he kind of liked it. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm being overcritical. But I thought that he was being really smug. But yeah. when he did it after the second Patriots game, that's Dang. when everybody jumped on, yeah. and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I wasn't wrong. This he is. He doesn't have it. Like mentally, he's 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 way too cocky. Like yeah. too much for his own good. Like if you're Aaron Rodgers, you can get away with that. But he can't right. yet. He's too young. Hasn't done anything. But now it's like reversed. I kind of feel bad for the guy because when I saw him on the podium, he looks broken.
0: Yeah. He, I mean, looks, I, he
2: looks completely broken. you feel
0: you feel bad like he's a sympathetic figure but at like the same point like dude this is this is our season on the line here man and yeah. like and like you want like this happened last year too people kind of forget that when Mike white came in and won against the bengals this team rallied around them then and they were yeah. all fired up they were a lot more emotional a lot more supportive they had another different swag for them when Mike white came in Zach came back at the end of the season it was but it was just different it's a different energy man like like you just know and then seen it this year and you wonder, like there's been a lot of stories slowly but surely coming out. Is it a work ethic thing? What is he doing behind the scenes? Is he not hanging out with his team? Like you gotta be first guy in, last guy out. You gotta be a leader. You gotta be one of the guys. You gotta motivate them. You gotta do a lot of things. Is he not doing that? Can he not relate to them? Like there's some, there's something deeper here where Mike White. You see him walking in the game. He's walking in with like Uzama, Conklin. He's hanging out with the linemen and stuff like. And it's not like fake. This isn't like some you know no. no this isn't a photo op. Like this is you can tell he generally like the kid. Like they're hanging out with him. You know and it's. It's it's unfortunate, I, mean, I feel bad for Zach because this is a tough market to be the goat because you're getting he's getting roasted by everybody, you yeah. know. And I feel terrible for that, and his mom's getting attacked. But that, uh, that that's
2: where I was gonna I was gonna go to next. I think what the worst part is is that when the fan base turns on you, things get really nasty. Because for them to start messaging his mom, it's like what what exactly is the point there? I remember I heard somebody I forget who it was. Somebody said that he should go off somewhere and just get away from football for a couple months, yep. which I think is a great idea because he needs to clear his head. But then, like, but what would a Jet fan do if they see him? And I think that that if a Jet fan were to feel the urge to see him somewhere out in Hawaii or something and start shit talking him, I don't see what the- Zach wants to win. Whether he's cocky or, or a little bitch about it or whatever it is, he wants to win. It's not like he's doing. It's not like he's doing this because he wants to cause us harm. Like he's right. trying. He's the just fans, not good. But,
0: but you know what it is? But you and you guys know because you're on you're on YouTube, man. It's like everybody shit talks on YouTube and on social media. Yep. You see a player out in public, yo, bro. Can I get, can I get a picture real quick? Can I get this? Can I get that? I think people in public would act a lot. I mean, if you're drunk at a game, they act like jerks. But if you see him at some charity event, you see him walking down the street, you see him in a restaurant, everybody's being nice and respectful. And then you feel bad. And we're all fans, man. Like I don't, I don't like hating Zach Wilson. Like I don't enjoy it. You just want to see your team win. So it's like I don't hate. Like to me, like Mike, like Zach Wilson's like an afterthought. Don't care what he does. He can go out and ride bicycles every day. Don't really care. Now you're focused on Mike White. You know what I mean? Like. I don't like. I think people should just like leave Zach Wilson alone now. Leave his mom alone. Leave him alone. Let him just reset and go off and do whatever he does, and that's it.
2: And I agree with your point that this was the last time we see him in a Jets uniform. Yep, I I, I agree with that. But I do want to ask Manny. Hmm. He's not a free agent. He's still on a rookie contract, right? If you were Joe Douglas, would you bring him back for a third year?
1: No, no. I I'll, I'll take calls right now. I'll trade him for a fifth rounder. I'll trade him for a sixth rounder. I think, like like you said, I agree that he does need a reset, and that reset needs to be as far away as possible from New York. There are plenty of quarterback-hungry teams that we've seen for next offseason that, that he could go to and potentially be under a – I don't want to say a better head coach because I like Robert Sala, but I think he could be in a better offensive system where he could potentially get better. I don't think he's uh, Josh Rosen. I don't think he's that bad. I have more faith I in agree. Zach Wilson I as agree. a player – than I do Josh Rosen. One of Still my biggest set. one of my biggest things, Tyson, that I've talked about Zach Wilson and again, week one of us starting the show, was I felt like he has all the arm talent in the world that you're looking for in a quarterback. But all he needed to do was get the mental right. And you said it. What you saw this past week, mental reps wise, he didn't know what he was looking at. He didn't know where to get rid of the ball. He didn't know when to escape the pocket. Everything you need you're from your mobile quarterback, he wasn't giving you. Yeah. So, I, I, Danny, no, if I'm Joe Douglas, I'm trying to figure out who needs a quarterback, who needs a backup quarterback. But I, I'd, I'd probably involve him in that conversation if I was Joe Douglas. I'm like, look, I don't want to do something that's pro- probably going to put you in a worse situation, but I am going to trade you any spots that you're looking at where you
2: think, you know, you might want to go and see if that team is willing to work I, with them. I'm going to I'm going to what I'm going to one thing I want to say and then a question I want to ask Tyson. First thing I want to say, Jaguars, one of the worst defenses in the league, yep. but they were sending a blitz. They weren't even doing a delay blitz. They were like, this kid isn't going to see it, and they were just nope. bringing the house, and this yes, kid they just going to No pre-snap breathes nothing. Yep. Now, Tyson, I do want to ask you this question. just randomly came to my head. It made me smile, and I, I want to know what you think. Complete hypothetical, because I don't think it'll happen, but complete hypothetical. If Bill Belichick comes and offers you a second-round pick for Zach Wilson. Do you give him Zach Wilson for a second-round pick?
0: <laughs> no. I, You know you know what? I think where Zach needs – he needs like to go to, like, Sean McVay. That's like, Yeah. Th- th- send him there. Matthew Stafford's still there. And that's, like, that that offensive genius that could teach him the mental – like, you saw Baker Mayfield now. Baker Mayfield's – Doug like, oh, Yeah, but, like, Doug Peterson, another guy. But that's what Zach needs. Like, he needs a coach where he's, like – you know what I mean? Like, that's a good guy that like, really give him some instinct, some intellect break down the game, slow it down for him, but absolutely not Bill Belichick. Dude. <laughs>
1: not, not to break my coach into this, Danny, but the the tidbit that McDaniel did for Tool when he came in, because Tool yeah. was basically feeling that way about once he had Brian Flores as coach, he literally put a 700 play video highlight reel for him, showing him what he's really good at and what he could succeed at doing. And it worked for him because for the most part, like I said, Tool was having a really good season. We'll talk about him more tomorrow, but I think that's kind of what Zach Wilson needs. He needs to go to an offensive-minded coach, your favorite word, a coach whisper to kind of yeah. look at what he does really well and make that his strength and how to get that on the field. Right now, he doesn't have that. He has absolutely no faith in himself that he could
2: do this. Um, unless I'm getting a fourth or higher, I wouldn't trade him away. Really? Yeah. No. Even, I'd bring even somebody though, in, I'd, I'd bring somebody in and i them be You back wouldn't away. do it. Look... <clears throat> If we still had Sam Darnold, do you think we have a better chance right now to make the playoffs? No, mm-hmm. no? you don't think Sam Darnold right Jim now. He was, was
0: he was damaged goods at here at this point when he got here for sure. He,
2: he has the Panthers in the playoffs almost right now. Oh yeah, but, I mean, look,
0: it's been how many? It's like he's. It's what about Geno Smith? Ooh, what about Geno Smith? Tyson? I always liked Geno well, Smith. Actually, <laughs> I was like a Geno guy. But, um,
2: and again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not excusing Zach Wilson. Do no. I think he's going to be a good quarterback? No, but I have a tough time. Giving up on him after two seasons, and yeah. again, I don't want him to start next year. I don't, yeah, right. but man, I've seen Sam Donald again. I don't think Sam Donald is an above average quarterback, but I think right. he's playing okay well enough for a bad Panthers team to almost make the playoffs because that Panthers team isn't good. What's around him well, isn't hey. good, but he's playing decent enough to make the playoffs. I think, with if Sam Donald's our quarterback right now, we feel a little better. I think, I think he plays like Mike White, maybe. If you're hey, if with you're James comparing Smith him, same thing. Mm-hmm. if you're comparing him to Zach Wilson, then yes, hundred
1: percent. But I just meant like having any quarterback. I agree with Tyson. I don't think Sam Darnold's gonna make that much of a difference.
0: But I, no, I do agree. If you could bring him
1: to Zach, yes, he would be better than Zach on your team right now. But my see, like, point.
0: But, uh, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I guess my, my question is, we we can bring back Zach Wilson next year. That's fine. But it's yeah. like Flacco's gone. Strebler's gonna be gone. But yep. just say you want to bring Mike White back, which I think we yeah. all probably want to. That's yes. gonna cost some money. Then everybody's saying, you know, we want to bring a veteran in too. Like we're talking Derek Carr, this, that, Tanny Hill, whatever it is. That's Ooh. money. How much, how much money are you going to invest in the quarterback position? Because you have to address other areas too. So Zach Wilson, while he's here, also has a cap hit on him. So it's
2: do, do you think Mike White's gonna get a big contract? Because because of his lack of playing, because he always gets injured, although yeah. I do think that we're gonna have to spend, I don't think anybody's gonna outspend us or or, or Give him too much money, like to
1: retain the services. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's it's going to. What
2: you're saying is it's not going to be cheap, but it's
1: also
0: not going to be like over the no, hill expensive. I, I don't think.
2: I, I think we could give him Joe Flacco money. How much is Joe Flacco making with us? He's making like a give million him, like,
0: this year. He's making cheap. But just say you give. Ready? Just say, yeah, I think Flacco's not making a lot this year. He came back on the cheap. But like, even if you give Mike White eight million a year, nine million right. a year, yeah. you add that plus what Zach's making, and then do you feel comfortable with that? Most people are saying no. I want a veteran dude. Like I want to bring in somebody. Like you know, I don't. If, want Mike White, if Mike White wins the next two games, we go to playoffs. Then you are like, you know what? This is probably gonna be our guy next year because that's what I told him. You know, mm-hmm. but if he it's safe, he goes one and one and looks whatever. Then you are like, you know what? We want to go with the foregone conclusion. We want to we want a guy we know is a veteran guy that can lead this team. Garoppolo, like I said, Garoppolo, Carr, Tanny Hill, whatever it is, that's gonna but cost those, money, dude. But those
2: guys are gonna cost money. Yeah, that's why I don't want those guys. That's why I am good running it out with Mike White again.
0: And then you the thing is like you could say have an open competition with Zach, but like i'm I don't just know, done I, don't
1: I would try to avoid that as much as possible me too i don't want an open uh, listen it's mike white's team next season whether we bring in a vet whether we draft another quarterback th- zach Wilson should not be in this team if you want the jets to improve from here on out you, yeah. you got to have them off your team
0: but you can't cut him though because the cap hits too much right. so you got to find a trade partner you yes. got to find the right team that's just well of you know douglas has been good with that his track history is good with trades yes. with you know jamal adams and sam Darnold and everything but it's a tough spot, dude. You know, and I for think sure. teams, teams realize the Jets want to get rid of him. And Jay Glazer's report doesn't help anything either when he's coming out and saying that they're already over him. You oh, know, but
2: that's why that's why all, all those quotes from Robert Sala are coming out like, oh, we have big plans for him in the future <laughs> because he's really trying to save grace. He's like, no, 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 we no. still like him, we still want him, we yeah. still have hope for him because you got to try to keep that trade value high. Because if yeah, they yeah. know that you gave up on him, they're like, give him a seventh rounder, they, they'll yep. take it. You no, know? yep. It's so, uh, well that's basically enough Zach Wilson talk for the rest of the year, honestly, because for sure. I'm, I'm unfortunately done talking about him. I feel bad. I, I I was upset at him at first with the way he was acting. Now I kind of feel bad for the guy, but either way, that's enough Zach Wilson talk for at least until the fucking draft. Yep. All right. So moving on
1: defense. Let's talk about that defense.
2: I've been critical over the last couple of weeks and Manny has, you know, Defended the Jets' defense, and again, like I don't, I don't think that they're a bad defense. I think they're a very good, de- they're an above-average defense. They're a very, very good defense, but they're not a great defense Mm-mm. because they don't take the ball away. Now, the very first series of this game, Quintero just came out, forces uh, a fumble, and I was like, "That's it, let's do it." How many turnovers are going to get this this game? That was it. They, they, they didn't, no more turnovers, and. People were like, oh, yeah, but they held this this Jaguars uh, offense to, what was it, like 19, 20 points? I forgot how much it was that they scored.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, they they punted the ball once. Like, they were going up and down the field at will. Like, I get it. Bamba don't break. That's cute and all. But come on, like, one punt? Like, at some point, you have to show up. Tyson, how do you feel about this defense? Am I the only one that feels like they're a good defense, but they're not a great defense?
0: It seems like ever since that second Patriot game, they've been different. I don't know what it is. Is it maybe Zach Wilson coming back? I don't know what it is, but it's just team teams are, you know, like, like the Jaguar game really pissed me off. The Lion game really pissed me off because you just expect more out of them because there's so much pressure on them to perform because our offense isn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. But the Jaguar game, it's like bad weather at home, season on the line. You know, Quinton gets the – you get the turnover there, you're great. The minute the Jets didn't score a touchdown there, I'm like, oh, that's going to take a life out of everybody. They'd be like, here's another one of these games. But like you said, they had a 96-yard drive on the defense. Like, they couldn't get off the field. And it's like, they looked unprepared. They looked like they they're being outcoached. The effort was questionable. They were flat, which is impossible in a game of that magnitude, which is, you know, you're like, why are you guys so flat? Arm tackling, bad angles, half-ass tackling. You're like, what are we doing? And, like, a big-time defense is much better than that. So everybody's like, "Oh, well, they only give up this, they only give up that." The drives they're giving up are ridiculous. Like even that, the field goal the Jaguars scores like an eighty-yard drive or some like ridiculous amount. They couldn't mm-hmm. get off the field. And if you don't get turnovers, dude, it's it's you know it makes it even more difficult, man. And I and I love Sauce Gardner, I love Reed, I love all these guys. I think they're great, but these last couple games with the, with the season on the line has not been good, man, at all. And they're not making adjustments either. So What about and, you? Yeah, man, and and on. one more thing too that really pissed me off. Just say. So the, Trevor Lawrence, like they looked like they were shocked that he was running the ball. Like they, they were so <laughs> caught off guard. Like every time Trevor ran, he was like running from, like, did they not see that Trevor can run? Like, what do they yeah. do? Like, you're sitting there, you want to break the TV. Like, you've got, like, they look so caught off guard by so many things, like they weren't prepared. And I understand it was a short week, but come on. And and, and
2: it's, it's it's my mistake. They, they punted twice. But before I, I get to you, Manny, real quick, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that first drive, forced fumble, that was it. After yeah. that, a 10 play drive after that 16 play drive yep. then eight play drive seven play drive with a missed field goal 12 play drive field goal then they had the two punts the second punt was on a 10 play drive also yep. and then they had a, a short field four play drive field goal teams are, are, are getting first downs they're, they're converting their third downs they're moving the ball yep. like again I don't want to sound like I'm saying that this is a bad defense. The reason I feel good about this team and the future is because of the defense. Yep. If it wasn't for the defense, we wouldn't be in the position we are right now. So, no, I'm not shitting completely on the defense, but people are talking about, oh, this is an elite defense. This is not the 2000 Ravens. This is not the 2002 Buccaneers. This isn't the, the, the Legion of Boom, uh, a Seattle Seahawks. Those teams, their defense carried them to championships or to deep playoff runs because they were an elite defense. We are a good defense, and the the change we made from dead last to top 10 is great. Yep. But we are not going to – this defense isn't going to carry us to a, a deep playoff run because they're not there yet. But you know what? Go ahead, the, man, thing, go the, the,
0: thing, the thing I don't understand is like like why does Bryce Huff play so little? Like, Bryce Huff is literally your fastest edge rudger that every time he's in the game, he makes an impact. Every time. Literally. Percentage-wise,
2: he's, percentage he's the one that gets the most uh, pressures as far as snaps go.
0: Right, and you watch Carl Lawson, and I was a Carl Lawson fan, but he's definitely overpaid. But, like, I yeah, like him who he is. Yeah, like, yeah, he's not as good as The money they're all making, him, John Frank Lemire, Sheldon Rankins, all the money these guys are making, it's not really translating. And you have a guy like Bryce Huff, instant energy, instant pass. He's getting, what, like, six snaps or eight snaps? Like I don't, like didn't make didn't make any sense, especially the way they're getting manhandled. And
2: he's a free agent this season.
0: This yep, offseason, he's gonna get paid.
2: Go ahead, Manny. What do you think? You,
1: well, you want to start off with what I think because I texted you about this when the game was going on. I said, what would you do if you just got your team the ball, and all Zach Wilson does is put up three points for you? It's like, I, how do you I'd not get, get- to the ball again? Fuck that. What, you get deflated knowing that Zach Wilson is the quarterback for your team. And I get it. They're all paid professionals. You can't get deflated. You got to go out there and keep doing your job. But at a certain point, man, the shit gets ridiculous when you keep seeing Zach Wilson. You're getting back on the field. You're getting back to the field. One of your biggest complaints about my team, Danny, is that they're big. they're big hits, and then my defense is right back on the field. Yes. I promise you this. The 20 points that, that my mm-hmm. offense was able to put up this week, if I had your exact Jets defense – on my team, we win that game. For sure. Yep. Because at the end of the fucking day, your offense keeps putting your defense in a bad position. Yep. Your Zach Wilson keeps continuously putting your defense in a bad position over and over and over again. That's how it's been since he's been in. But what's happened? If they were great a few weeks ago when Mike White was your quarterback. It's like, I don't know how else you want to say it. When your shitty quarterback continues to go out there and fuck up things for him, your defense is going to be the one taking the brunt of the blame. And that's kind of what you've been doing the last few weeks. I'm sorry. Well, if, if that defense was on a better offensive team, you guys would still be preaching how elite this defense
2: is. And I still feel they're elite. I think Doug Peterson did a great job drawing up a game plan. Hell yeah. And, he he uh, kept, he he kept moving guys them. in motion. Yeah, for yeah, sure.
1: Because the Jaguars coming into this game were playing really good ball. And they continue mm-hmm. to play really good ball. So you got to give them some credit. Shitty offense. Great game planning by Doug Peterson. But by all means, I'm sorry I cut you off. But it's like... No, no, no. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, because the thing is they kept sending guys in motion and they would get the ball on these short passes where they got their guys – it's like a one-on-one because they saw that they were playing man. So it's like here you got your open field. Get this guy to miss the tackle and you got another 10, 15 yards. And it was consistently. consistently. Evan Ingram was looking like Travis Kelsey out there. I was like, yes. what is going on? Because we were well, playing, playing play. man and then we get him in motion. Go ahead. Tyson. But, that,
0: but that's smart, though. It's like, you know what? You're not going to attack the corners because you got Reed and Sauce. Michael yep. like Carr has been holding on. It's like, you know what? Attack the safeties, attack the linebackers. And that was and one of the, the things event. going into the game. It's mm-hmm. like, teams, if you have a guy like Evan Ingram with a guy like that kind of size, like he's a, his hands are kind of shaky. But like, dude, yeah. keep going to, we we know notoriously can't cover tight ends to begin with. So that's what you, that's what other teams are going to do. And it's smart but it looks like the jets were surprised by it and they weren't making adjustments. And it's just, it, it that drove me crazy, man. And I, and you no, know, man, I get your point, dude, man. You know, the offense keeps three and out three and out. They're going nowhere. Yep. You get frustrated. You get pissed, but like early on in the game, it's still a game. Like, you a cold gotta, yeah. You know, like, and that's why I thought a halftime solid should have cut the court. Like, you know what, Zach, you're fucking killing us. You're out. Bring Flacco in and see what happens. Because, That'll get the defense like a little, like a little like alert, like, hey, man, we, we get it. We got to change it up. Just stick with us, you know?
1: Let me ask you a question, Tyson, because it's funny that you brought that up. Flacco was dressed for the game. Yep. At that point, why didn't they just go Flacco? Because the game, like you said, it wasn't out of the question. Even when Strevler came in, you yep. have a pretty good offensive drives. You could potentially get back into this game. Why do you think they went with Strevler instead of
0: Flacco? That's a good question, man. I was I was a little bit surprised. I thought they were gonna bring Strevel in for a couple of run run pass options, do a little run gadget thing. But then when a throw had to be made, which we know he's got no arm, you're bringing a guy that actually throw the football because correct that was almost being too too stubborn because he he made some he was doing some really good things, but you got to realize, recognize his deficiencies. Yeah. Because the 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 CJ should have been a touchdown. He the guy, there was nobody within CJ for 20 yards. There was like there was like two plays that they would have had a, a quarterback that could actually throw the ball. Correct. I could at least do that. You're back in the game again, man. So I agree. That was a little what about you, Danny? That. Why do you think they I went Trevler
1: instead of
2: Flacco? I, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the, our offensive line is playing horrible. It drove Flacco behind this you offensive but I, line. But I, but I also think a quarterback that could get rid of that ball quickly that
1: I think Flacco would have. Remember, mm-hmm. Flacco, even during that Browns game, there was a lot of pressure in his face at times, yes. and he would get rid of that ball right before that pressure got there. He could have yeah. done the same thing against but, his Jaguars defense.
2: In the, in the small sample size that we got of Flacco against the Bills, yeah even when he had a couple seconds to throw the ball it was off target i remember he had one i take team, that chance though man yeah, I, so, I, so but I. I, look i don't know if i believe Robert sala when he said that because i thought that the change was coming at halftime because the first half was horrible yeah when i saw that it didn't come at halftime and zach stayed on there i kind of believe him that like he just threw streveler on there for maybe a drive like, let's see if this wildcat shit works and it kind of did so yeah. he's like fuck it this shit work let me keep trying it um I don't think he had any intention of taking Zach out. I think he wanted to write him. When he saw Strebler was getting in with the run game, Sure. I think I think he's like, let's stick with it. Yeah. Now that first drive went like eight minutes, so yeah. it kind of killed our clock. And at that point, it's like, all right, let's just see what we can do with, with Shrev. Um, And I just want to get back to your point where you were saying that they're attacking our safeties and our, and yeah. our linebackers. Evan Ingram, seven receptions. Etienne, <laughs> three receptions. Like the receivers, the outside receivers, Christian Kirk and Marvin Jones had, uh, what, five receptions total all game. Yep. So they were attacking our linebackers
1: and our state. Sauce talked about it. He's like, I gave up, what, 30 yards that game? It's like, what else do you want from the guy? There wasn't yep. much he could do because they weren't even coming his way.
0: Yep. But I wouldn't either, dude, because the yeah, Jets linebackers. <laughs> like, Jordan, White, Jordan Whitehead's <laughs> been somewhat of a disappointment, and Will Parks oh, is in uh, for the joint. The yeah, joiner's uh, been hurt.
2: Yeah. Our safeties are our weakest part in our defense, I think, for sure.
0: Yeah. Whitehead's been a surprise, dude. I I was I'm a Whitehead fan. I thought he'd be a thumper, much more physical, much more like bring a lot more to defense and he's been not as advertised. You know what my
2: thing is with Whitehead is I think he is like you can go over under 1 every game for uh uh unnecessary roughness penalty. Constantly hitting people <laughs> helmet to helmet and it's like Jesus Christ, man. Like yeah. Like, the and tackle's already he, done. Like, they're already wrapping them up. Like, no need to, like, missile yourself in there.
0: And then it will blow a tackle for a
1: touchdown. I don't remember the name, but one of your special teams, guys, towards the end of the game, folded the hell out of Trevor Lawrence. I don't know who it is. Maybe you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. But he no, folded no. his ass at the end of the game and, like, literally just drove him into the ground. I felt like I was watching, like, 1998 football again, the <laughs> way that they were tackling, dude. Our safety?
2: One of our special teams don't. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it was either a linebacker or something from your special teams. But he... I'm going to find you the highlight so you can use it in the
2: highlight reel. He hit him hard. Yeah. Time. All right, well, again, our defense isn't elite. At least I don't think it is. I think most people feel the same. But um, regardless, we're still in the hunt somehow. Now, playoffs! Honestly, <laughs> before the season started, I think before game one, we, we, we did an episode and I said, if on Christmas Day we are on that graphic that says, in the hunt, to me, I'm happy. Because I haven't watched meaningful December football in yep. since 2015. Yep. So that's all I wanted. Now, the way we got here, obviously, it's not ideal. But this is what I wanted. So we're here. And before Sunday, we thought our playoff chances were basically dead. But thank God for two of throwing three un- horrible picks. And we're still in the hunt.
1: In the fourth quarter.
2: In the fourth quarter. And it it wasn't because of his concussion. It was just because he's bad. So, (laughs) now, we are in the hunt. Tyson, how are you feeling about our playoff chances?
0: Well, today's news kind of like, kill. well, first of all, Mike White's back, dude. That's big news. Mike, Mike White coming back gives me a whole new energy because I'm like, Zach Wilson, you can't have any faith in. You're like, you know what? You have to have great defense, great special teams, and pray Zach Wilson just falls forward. Now Mike White can run your offense. He's just got to stay healthy. So assuming that he can play competent football or offense can roll, you kind of kind of feel good. Like Seattle's not an easy game by no means, but mm-hmm. the Jets have lost four in a row. If this doesn't kick them in the ass and give them some kind of just like, you know, fire to win this game, then it gets interesting. Then you go, but the problem you have now is Tua because you need the Patriots to lose a game. So now, you know, you have the backup quarterback playing the Patriots, you know how that goes then the Patriots play Buffalo the last week, last game of the year and Buffalo could already have it all clinched up. So it could be, you know, they're playing their backups. Then if the Patriots don't lose, it's a problem. But in terms of the jets, I mean, I would love to get down to the final game down in Miami, you know, Sunday night football for all the marbles and take that shot. Mm. You gotta beat, you gotta beat Seattle first. And I, it's, we're all excited, but you can't take them lightly, man. Cause in Seattle, the jets traveling to the West coast has always been a challenge for as long as I've been a fan, you know, they have a little bit more rest. They should be more prepared, but, it's gonna be interesting, man. I, I'm excited. I, I'm glad Mike White's back. I'll say that.
2: What about you, Manny? How are you feeling about the Jets possibly making the playoffs over your dolphins?
1: Well, that part's not gonna happen, but I feel like we should talk Thank about you. a two, a two part series here. Instead of me asking answering, instead of me answering your question directly, I'll kind of tell you how I felt about it yesterday when I saw my team play. I said, what I what I really want the type of football they're playing right now to go into the playoffs. Like, I get it. It's a whole new season. People want to use it. Oh, it's a whole new season. Hey, schedules don't matter. Records don't count. Blah, blah, blah. Number six seeds have won Super Bowls before. I get all that. But I bet you those number six seeds probably looked a whole lot better than both of our teams look right now. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So what? so when I see that, I'm like, do I really want my team in the playoffs? I literally texted this to somebody yesterday and I said, you know what? My team doesn't deserve to make the playoffs. Like you go out there and you lay lay out that type of football. I don't want to see you in the playoffs. Yes, I want to see you beat the Jets at the end of the season because that's really all I care about right now. But honestly, whether it's you or whether it's us with that number seven seed at the end of the season.
0: Come on, man. <laughs> we haven't been in the playoffs in so fucking long. I'll be no, doing cartwheels yeah. up Look, and down the dude. We can I, get we can well, play any team and lose 35 to 3. I'm right. just happy to be there, man. Like, Listen, I'll be excited I don't want to go be in. there.
1: I don't want to well, go in and get rocked like the Jacksonville Jaguars did in Marinos last year. That's what I I don't we're, want to we're a that. different.
2: We're on a different boat than you are, though, because you were there just a couple of years ago. Right. Like, I don't care. Like like Tyson said, I don't care if we go and you get Maldonado in the see, first right. round. Like just, if you I see just want to be on the dance. And you know right. what? Rob Salah said, we're going to see the Bills again. And if we make the seventh seed, there's a good chance we play the Bills. And well, if Josh, we play- Allen, Josh Allen said he'll see my team as well, and – that no, really but you, you guys me. suck. You guys aren't going to make the, the playoffs. Fuck you so, know we don't. You know we don't. You know <laughs> look, we don't. Look, you know, we, we can talk about it tomorrow, but I'll jump on it right now. Let's do it. The Dolphins, the fraud fins. you guys have a horrible defense on the road. That's, yeah. that's plain and simple. That's great, but you're coming down here, sir.
0: Yep.
1: But Tua sucks. That's fine. He's better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, what did we Tua, do to the yeah, Dolphins? Tua, Tua last probably not even be playing. playing.
0: That's the problem. They're probably going to play. That's yeah.
1: Tua's going to take the week off. He'll come back and then he'll light you guys up like he should have done when he was injured. And you guys got what? Teddy Bridgewater for half a he second. What was
2: the last quarterback that lit up the Jets this year?
0: <sighs> this quarters he was throwing yesterday. Trevor Lawrence, man. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor was Lawrence lit. For, for he he let you 19 guys points? <laughs> 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 Hey,
1: listen. That shitty defense you keep talking about on your team, man. You don't know. They may give up by the end of the year.
2: I don't know. I remember yeah. Sauce locking down Tyreek Hill pretty good.
0: Uh, whatever. but but just to make the playoffs though man like we're it's been like what 11 12 years for the jets man like i'm just and and the thing is like we say that now like oh you know but once they qualify we as fans will figure out ways to find a way to win that game that we're gonna be like a 10 point underdog game like you know what we get a good bounce our defense does this and you know like
2: i'll I'll make another stupid video with a motivational speech in the beginning i'm with you guys (laughs) listen
0: i'm with you guys but it's
2: just
1: demoralizing seeing the type of football your team is playing and I can't yeah. speak for Jets fans. I'm just saying watching my team literally say, here, Packers, here's another week of you potentially yeah. making the playoffs when you got to take care of your own shit and you're not taking care of your own shit. The Jets were also in charge of their own destiny a few yeah. weeks back. And little by little, we're both now on a four-game losing streak. That yeah. That's demoralizing one as a fan, and I'm pretty sure that as players – they're fucking demoralized. As much as they want to be in Tua's corner, as much as they want to be in Zach Wilson's corner, yeah. this four-game losing streak hurts, man. Mm-hmm. And it, it, and I'm like, I get it. Making the playoffs, all right, cool. It, it's cool that you made the playoffs, and then you got rocked 70-0 to 0 in the first mm-hmm. round. It's like, for me as a fan, I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. But I get it. I definitely get your point of view. Like, just to make the dance where anything could potentially happen week one of the playoffs, Josh Allen has a bad game. And you yeah. guys have... And you guys have made Josh Allen look yeah. mediocre when you yep. play him. So mm-hmm. I get that. So maybe if you do keep Mike White healthy for the, for the next two games, and he does look at least somewhat semi-good, you could potentially escape Buffalo with a victory if that's who you end up playing.
0: You know, it's funny because when the Jets were at 6-3, and three, we're talking make a run the division, Correct. do all this stuff. You go lose four in a row. You, you go from, like, you're loving your team to, be like, you want to cut coordinators. You hate having a team. You <laughs> want to, like, seriously, like, you question every facet sure. of the team. But then yeah. they come out and beat Seattle. We're all back on the bandwagon again, like 100%. we're all... But you know, it's like that's what a four-game losing streak does to you, though. Like you, you're just you're so demoralized. You don't believe in anything. You like we just talked about our defense. They come out and they they win like say what seventeen to seven on Sunday. We're we're like this defense is great. We're back. We can beat anybody. Like right now, we have nothing to hang our hat on because they've been playing so poorly. Right. I, I I think that our
2: four-game losing streak, and this isn't a shout at the Dolphins. This is just in general. In general, I think, yeah. yeah. I think that our four-game losing streak feels a little better than the Dolphins' four-game losing streak for well, the simple fact the that that even irrationally, we can just hang it on, oh, Zach Wilson sucks. If Mike White would have been there, we probably would have won. You know? You well, guys Mike lost four lost games with two. Oh, <laughs> well, yes, Mike White lost two of those. But – that Vikings game, I think all Jets fans are like, we should have won oh, that game. Bryce no should have caught that ball. I can say
1: you know, the same that... thing. I could say the same thing about the Bills game. I can say the same thing about the 49ers game. I can right. say the same thing about the Chargers game. But what I'm right. saying, I get your point. Right. But, but because all four of those games, right? Right, right. that was our starter that lost. Mike it. White lost
2: two of ours, so we kind yeah. of hang our head on like, man, what well, Mike White was he going to lose four in a row? I, I agree. Might have got one of those. So you could make that. It might sure. be irrational. It yeah. might be irrational. But I feel like some Jets fans might feel that way. And if Mike White. If we go to the playoffs, that means Mike White won the next two games. Yep. So we end up feeling better about what just happened because we're like, you know what? We might have won two of those games or one of those two games that Zach Wilson lost. And look to this day, and I even believe it. If yep. Mike White plays both of those Patriots games, we yeah. might win at least one of them. I Probably agree. Four. I agree. So so because of that, I think we feel a little better about our four-game this streak. Not that it feels good. Obviously, it's fucking horrible. Right. Yeah. But we, we irrationally can be like, okay – well, Mike White's back. If he beats Seattle, like Tyson said, we're back on the bandwagon. This yep. was just a Zach Wilson little bump in the road. Mike White's back. Let's go beat Miami and let's make the playoffs. Yep. So I I feel like we will feel a little better uh, moving forward if we can beat the Seahawks.
1: Anyway, hey, good. Well, I was to say let's talk about that Seahawks game because yeah. for some reason, it, maybe maybe it is the Mike White effect. Maybe I don't know. They're favored by 61 percent uh, to thirty seven, but then the Jets are two and a half point favorites for this game and i don't know if that is the mike white fight that is something that is not making sense to me right there when i'm reading this spread it says two plus uh 2.5 plus for the seahawks negative 2.5 for you guys so you guys are favorite on the road in seattle so what's going on here so something doesn't make sense to me here
2: well i'm assuming that's today's spread because before my quiet announcement i i thought we were the yeah i doubt it but right I... that's what i'm saying so this could potentially be the mike white effect and, I'm sorry. I agree
1: with you. I think that if Mike White does play the last four games, you guys don't lose four straight. And that sucks as Dolphin had to say that because I feel like even with Mike White playing, Tua is the better quarterback, at least what he's shown over the 14 weeks. At one point, he was leading the league in so many passing categories. You're like, this guy's it, right? Now we have to question that for the next several weeks. I I tweeted something yesterday, Tyson, and I'm pretty sure you you haven't had this opportunity to tweet this because Zach Wilson obviously hasn't played really good football. But I said, when he threw that second pick, and now we're only down by six, and he's getting the ball back with two minutes and three seconds left. I said, now's his opportunity, yeah, to yep. shut a lot of people up. Yep. And what did he do on the second play of the drive? Threw through that third pick and sealed the game. But I feel like with Mike White, because he does the small thing so well, like he takes care of the ball, he gets rid of the ball quickly if it's not there, hands the ball off when he needs to, changes plays at the line when he needs to, yep, gives the defense. I guess, something to fight for. Like, you get me this ball, I'm going to take care of it. And like Danny said, Danny hated the fact you guys went six trips in a row to the end zone and only ended up with field goals. At least those were points. You do that against the Jaguars, you potentially win this yep. game. 100%. So I I don't trust Geno. I get Geno's been playing really good ball, but I kind of like the Jets in this game. Like, I think deep in that element, defense versus defense, I think it's an even split. Now it's basically like Mike White versus Geno Smith. And I think Mike White may have the edge in that
0: matchup. Well, you know, the other thing too is like you look at and I like Gino. I've always liked Gino and this year right. he's been awesome for him. I'm glad he's getting he made the Pro Bowl and everything else. I agree. But I think as of now, I think Tyler Lockett is still questionable. I don't think he may not be playing this He, he I mean, is
1: still questionable. Yeah, I'm looking right so, at it.
0: Yeah. So you know, obviously the Jets Mac, you know, DK Metcalf, huge, you know, huge receiver, all that stuff. You know, you figure you have some kind of confidence in DJ Reed and Sauce. No, sure. then it's like stop Kenneth Walker. Like, you know, it's like force Gino into making decisions. You know, Gino obviously has been running a lot more. He moves around good in the pocket, but like you have a feeling you can get some turnovers off him. You can kind of rattle him, you can make him make bad decisions. And then it's like, what's your level of faith in Mike White running the offense? And that's you know, the the Seattle the Seattle defense is opportunistic. You know, that crowd is crazy. There's a lot of things there. But you know, the Jets went, they went into Denver. They played in these all these crazy environments before. So Mm -hmm. you kind of have a little bit more confidence there. And even, you know, and I you have kind of faith in like Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, all these guys because Mike White spreads the ball around. He'll get eight receivers involved, nine receivers yep, involved. So so I, I, to me, the, the biggest key of this entire game is this Jets offensive line has got to show back up. They've been invisible for three weeks now. Like They just haven't been playing well. And it's unfortunate because we all like George Fant. We liked all these guys. And all of a sudden now it's like, I understand what Zach Wilson, they want to pressure him. So they're going to put a lot of pressure on the line. But Mike White was going to his ass beat too. Yep. So mm-hmm. this offensive line, especially in that hostile environment where it's going to be complete chaos and probably shitty weather, They've got to play big time football, man. and, and they got go to go back run to ball. running that rock a little bit more. Yes, I felt like that get, that part
1: has been your biggest strength this season, yep. and I get it. Losing that MVP a couple weeks ago and uh, Brees Hall, Hall that was that was huge. But still, you guys still adapted to sticking to that running game, and the running game was effective. I don't know where it's been the last three weeks, mm-hmm. but Danny, that you guys need to go back to that well and start running the ball a little bit more. Like I like as, Bam as much as you talk about my team Me not too. running the ball your team needs to start running the ball a little bit more as well.
0: Yep,
2: I like Bam White. And to, to your point about your team running the ball, you know you guys run the second least in the NFL? Yes. I think yes. I think only the, only the Chargers run it less. Yeah. Is that yeah, true? It makes, um, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah it makes, only the Chargers it makes, run it less. That is 100% um, accurate. And, and actually, the Seahawks are, are down there also. They don't run the ball very much either. Um, I do like Bam Knight, but Michael Carter, I've always been a fan of Michael Carter. Yep. When we lost Brees Hall, I, I remember I told Manny, we don't need to yep. trade for anybody. Bring up Bam Knight. He could be our backup with Ty Johnson being the third. Yep. And let's just let Mike Carter run the run the rock. We ended up trading for a running back anyway, which I, I, I thought it was Joe Douglas's way of, of sending a message to the fans and to yep. the locker room. Like we're in it. Like yep. we lose one, we'll get another one. Not to worry. I think it was yep. more of that than actual on the field. Obviously, he's not even playing anymore. Uh, James Robinson. So, but I do like Michael Carter. I don't know why he lost his starting position to Bam Knight. I think Michael Carter is better than Bam Knight. I think he's Robert playing Gar-
0: hurt or something, man. He's like he's lost a step or something. He's lost that like extra power that looks a burst he used to have. He's got to yeah. be hurt or something, man.
2: Well, I I, I want to see him more. And this, the Seahawks have the second worst rush defense in the league. Yep. yep, there you go. We have to run the ball against them, and because of that, I also think. Make sure that Chris Strebler is active.
0: Yes, sir. One hundred percent. One hundred.
2: If they have the worst run defense in the league, fuck it. Let's play the wildcat every once in a while. You know. You know, what, you
0: know. What, can I tell you, Daniel? What really piss, no one scares me off about this Jets offense? Anything third and three or less, they can't figure out how to get the first down. Third and three, third and two, third and one. It's a nightmare. You bring in Strebler, it, there's your solution. There it is, right there. You got to worry yeah. about him. The run pass option. You can. You can do all kinds of shit. Just get the first down. Like,
2: he could throw a, a four or five yard slant route or something like that. Like he, he proved it with that Corey Davis ball that he dropped. That was a pretty oh. good ball that hit Corey yep. Davis right in the chest. So I, I'm with you. Bring him up for a couple packages, third and yep. shorts, bring him in there. Worst run defense in the well not, second, worst run defense in the league. Let's take advantage of that. Yep. And, they're not that great against the pass either. I think they're like ranked like 18th, 19th. So Mike White's gonna have a, a decent day also if, if he can stay upright. So I, I think the Jets offense has a chance to, to play well. Um the Seahawks defense isn't great. Again, the Seahawks don't run the ball much either, but trying to pass against Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, unless they're gonna game plan like like uh the Jacksonville Jaguars did, which they might. Gino they, can run, the man. they
0: can move Gino around a lot. They can do, they, they can simulate some of the things Trevor Lawrence did with Gino. They can, and sure. you know, P, they got a, you know, Pete Kyle's a very good coach. I mean, they're, they're well coached They're You're going to get a good version of them. Cause they're, you know, they're playing for something too, man. And it's just yeah, they are. What, what jets team's going to travel out there. Is this going to be a really motivated, physical disciplined team, or is it going to be sloppy, special teams, sloppy tackling, stupid fucking penalties, you know, false starts, late hits, you know, Justin Hardy getting a 15 yard penalty for no reason whatsoever. Like, you can't do all that shit on the road, man. You can't. You got to play a cleaner game than they've been playing.
2: My worry – I've been saying this for a while now. My worry is that it's on New Year's Day. Oh. Uh, these young kids, I'm hoping that, that Rob Salah has them. Yes, has them all the <laughs> because they're young kids – like they take the game seriously, but they like to have fun also. Well, so let Braden
0: man drink, dude. Braden man can drink because he can't punt sober, so he might as well start drinking.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just you know what? Now that you bring up Braden Man, you know we, I was just talking about uh when we first started, we were talking about that Rams and how Frank Gore's mm-hmm. uh first down. Yeah, I I had forgotten that yep. the Rams were gonna score on a punt return. Yep, and Braden Mann was the last man the to beat, and he yep. got the tackle, and the Rams would have taken the lead. Yep. Holy crap, Braden! man, fuck you.
0: <laughs> exactly. Anyway. And he's still haunting us.
2: Yeah. So, um, yes, I, I, I think that they're going to – they like to pass a lot more than they like to run. I think that we, we can lock down their corner. And Now, I am – I do like the fact that we have Sauce Gardner against this kid. Was it Tyreek Woodland or something like that? Tyreek
0: yeah, the corner, yeah. The
2: corner, that's – everybody's saying it's between them two for defensive rookie of the years. Yep. So, I think that's going to be cool to see them both on the field. Well, at the same time, but in the same game. Um, but I, I do feel pretty good about this game, but then again, I felt good about the last two games also, and look how that's gotten me, but, but with Mike White, if Zach Wilson was playing on Sunday, I wouldn't feel good. I yeah. wouldn't feel good on the road in Seattle, Seattle, the 12th man and all that other stuff. I wouldn't yep. feel good New Year's day, but because it's Mike White, I think the guys are going to come out. Not only because they know it's, a, it's basically a playoff game, yeah. but they played for Mike White. Like you've said, like both you guys have said, they play for Mike White. And he's played and in
0: Minnesota. I, he's played in Buffalo. He's played in two crazy crowds already. So he's got some experience with this shit. Too. So yep. I,
2: I, I'm really excited for this. I think Mike White's going to come out. I think he's going to play a big game, and um, I, I think he's going to play well. So with that said, let's go. Over, let's get to it, Manny. Yep. Manny, give me a prediction for Sunday's game. Prediction for Sunday's game. Mike White is going to, like you said,
1: you you kind of stole my thunder because when um when Tyson was talking about it, you're like, oh, is this team going to show up? You know, mentally prepared are they going to show up and cause a lot of i think mike white robert sala and the rest of the team is going to rally behind mike white coming back like a couple weeks ago come on we thought this guy was done for the season he had like 29 broken ribs he couldn't <laughs> breathe like i thought he was dead on the field but the the fact that he went to like and correct me if i'm wrong on this number tyson you may know i think he went to nine different specialists 10. He was going, he was trying to find somebody to clear him. If that alone doesn't motivate you as a team that this guy was trying to fucking die out there for us. I'm going to do whatever I can to win this game for this guy. I think my white's going to have a clean game. Um, I think you guys are going to get back to running the ball. Effectively, your defense is going to show up like they've done every single time that somebody by the name of Zach, Zach, not Zach Wilson is playing for you guys. Danny, I, I can see you guys winning this game. 2017.
2: Can we go and show up at that game without showing, without wearing stupid Mighty Duck uniforms or or gimmicky T-shirts, Grinch
0: costumes? Yeah. yeah.
2: Can we just go out there and just be about the business? Yeah. Like this shit's cute and all when you're winning, but you're on a four-game winning losing streak. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just go up? I don't want to see any fucking New Year's hats or any fucking none of that shit. Just go in there and just win the fucking game, all right? Because yeah, when they were warming up in Grinch in the Grinch outfit, like yeah, that's cute and all, but. That's I don't know. Way. Did you did you
1: see how the Seahawks players looked last week when they were playing the Chiefs? They lost that game, right? Right. But did you see it? they it. were like yeah. shirts off there, minus ten degrees. I'm like, that's cute and all, but then you went out there and got curb stomped. Yep.
2: But- yeah, because they probably caught pneumonia before the game started. They're fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, but yeah, that's that's my pick. I think I've picked losses for you guys the last two weeks. Zach Wilson was your quarterback. I'm gonna go back to picking you guys winning this game, and I pick them twenty to seventeen to win this
2: game. Um, just real quick before I get to you, Tyson, just you know, we were talking about the the home field advantage for the Seahawks. They've lost their last three home games. They Oof. lost to the 49ers, they lost to the Panthers, and they lost to the fucking Raiders. So right, so those
1: last two, those last two are bigger tellings than the first one because everybody's yep. been losing to the 49ers lately.
2: Yep. Yeah, so the Raiders, the, the Panthers, and then the 49ers two weeks ago. So and by the way, before Houston you pick advantage it, Tyson. hasn't been great.
1: Before you pick it, Tyson, just giving you a heads up. Uh, Chargers are currently winning 10 to three, and if they win today, they can lock up that other uh, number six spot, leaving that final seven spot open for you know us, the Patriots. Um, yeah. so let's see. But what do you got? Because you got to lose, you got to win this game if you're going to move forward. But how do you honestly feel about
0: this upcoming game, man? This is. This is this is the one I want so bad. Like as a fan, like you can't even like like I don't even want to analyze. Like as a fan, like this is a must win. You lost four in a row. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I kind of believe in Salah. I believe in Mosley. I believe in all these guys. Where they kind of, kind of, they kind of thought it was over. They thought it was over Thursday night. Like this is it. We blew it. You're getting a second chance, and you're seeing Mike White walk in. That the kid basically talked about it, dude. He was giving his heart and soul to your team. Dragged himself out of locker room, came back and still made throws. still getting hit. Wanted to play more than, you know, he's playing for a contract. He's the ultimate underdog, and they love him. Mm -hmm. And now the Jets are an underdog. Everybody's kind of written them off, like, you guys suck, you're this, you're that. So now you rally the troops, and you go out there. and Like, I respect Seattle. Like, I like Pete Carroll. I like Geno. I think they're a solid team. They're well coached. But I just think, and this is probably just a fan of me, but I think Jets win this game, dude. I I think you're going to see a really good performance. You know, I don't know if they're going to get the help that we want from Miami. I think you guys may lose to the Patriots. It's going to piss me off. But. This is, and you know, if the Jets do come out flat or they don't play well this Sunday, that's an indictment on solid them because they've already had you had your you had your letdown game against the Jaguars. That was a game at home where you embarrassed yourselves. Sure. So you had all the excuses. Well, this the rain, Zach, blah blah blah. You had all the fucking excuses. There are no excuses this Sunday, dude. You're relatively healthy. You 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 know this is it. You're going a long break. You're rested. You got your quarterback back. Now it's time to just all this all gas no break shit. Bring it on Sunday show us what you're all about on Sunday and win this fucking game and let's go down to let's go down to Miami with with everything on the line. That's Danny, what I want.
1: Danny, before you drop your two cents cuz you brought it up and I know we're going to talk about my team tomorrow but <laughs> if you have any faith in making the playoffs, I all I urge you to say right now before you pick this game is don't rely on my team, especially with Teddy Bridgewater potentially taking the first team snaps this week to win you this game. Cuz your competition right now is the Patriots, not us. Just Throwing that tidbit out there. Hopefully I'm wrong.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I, I love Teddy Bridgewater.
2: <laughs> so do I. So do I. I've, always, I've been telling it's, him that since the beginning of the <laughs> um, So to Manny's point, I, I think the Bills will be playing for home field with the Chiefs. So I think that they'll try to win that last game. And I, I think so. that they can't beat the Patriots. So I think, I think on that end, I think we'll be good. To Tyson's point where he said – um. That everybody felt like we were eliminated. I'll bring you back to 2009. I don't know if you yep. remember. Yes, sir. We lost to the Falcons. And right after the game, we lost to the Falcons. Rex Ryan came out and said, well, that's it. We're eliminated. 7-7. Seven and seven. It was yep. a great season. We'll come back stronger. And the next day, he came to his press conference. like, oh, well, I guess I can't do math. Yep. We're still not technically eliminated. Yep. And the following week, we played against the undefeated Colts. We beat them. And everybody's like, oh, but they, they pull Peyton Manning. Well... Just for the record, before they pulled Peyton Manning, he, started the he game. had the lead. Still he started, they pulled him in the third quarter. We had the lead, yep, When he was still in the game. So fuck you if you're trying to trash <laughs> us for that. <laughs> so so we went on and then we beat the Bengals, yep, in a must-win. Then we went and we money-wopped them the following week. And then you know, made ANC so what are you saying? What are you saying? So what what I'm saying, saying is that we've been in this position before, right? Where much as, different obviously, team obviously much different that's the same team. roster, yep. but as yep. Jets fans. We've been in this position before. We thought we were eliminated. Who the hell thought we were going to beat the Colts that were undefeated? Nobody. So we've been in this position before. We have to win the last two to get in. We might need a little bit of help. Patriots might lose to the Dolphins. Who knows? I think they'll lose to the Bills for sure. But we don't know that for sure, but we can control what we what's on the field. Yep. I think we can beat the Seahawks. Do
1: you yes, think sir. it's a do you think it's a three-way tie at eight and eight teams trying to get that final spot when we play on the final week of the season? I
2: think I think that's exactly how it's gonna be. Yep. Okay, I think it's and again, I think the Bills to our benefit will be playing for home field for that number one seed. And me, so you were competing that, to
1: get in. Yeah,
2: correct. Because yep. I think the Patriots will lose that game and it'll come down to you and us on who gets into the playoffs. And that's what we Which, wanted.
1: That's what we, that's wanted. What we, wanted, we wanted all getting. season.
2: Yeah. Two months ago, we were talking about this, yes. and, it, yep. and it might come to fruition, but we have to beat the Seahawks. right? Yep. If Zach Wilson was playing, I wouldn't feel good about beating the Seahawks yep. because yep. Mike White is back, because their rush defense is so bad, because we've introduced this new go. run package with Chris Trevler, because our defense needs to show up because they've heard it. They, yep. they, they may not listen to this podcast. They may not listen to other podcasts, but they know. They haven't been taking the ball away. They yep. know that they the other team only punted twice. They know that Trevor Lawrence was doing whatever he wanted on the field. To get we him. should tag. We should tag every
1: Jets defensive player on when we do our highlight reel for this episode. We should definitely. So
2: what what I'm saying is, I think the Jets know that this is do or die. I think they got their guy back. They they're all gonna get behind yep. this. They know that this is do or die. We got Mike White back. I think, I think we we could. I don't want to say we dominate this game, but I do think that if we're a good team, this is where we show it. I like it. And and I think that's what we're going to do. I I think we come out, and I don't want to say that we put up a lot of points because Mike White hasn't put up a lot of points. He hasn't even won a lot. even Outside of the Bears game. Outside of the Bears game. So he hasn't won a lot. But I do think that we get in there because the Seahawks defense isn't very good. And I I think we could put up a a solid 24 points. I I think our defense fucking shows up. I think our defense holds them to 13 points. And I think we win 24-13. Let's go. I like it. Twenty to 13 I like it. Sign me up. I, 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 sign me up too, and sign me up to that game What week, week 18 winner go home for both I, I
0: cannot wait for that I,
1: listen we talked about it, like you said many weeks ago the fact that we could potentially both be playing for something at the end of the season at one point it looked like all right we're running away with this then it looked like you guys are running away with this yep. then what well, we ultimately said that it was going to be the bills division and ended up being that way and now for all of us to potentially be
2: playing for that finals, dude, that's going to be exciting football in Miami. How fun! How funny is it that they were like, oh, you know, th- three or four teams might make the AFC. From the AFC, you going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Now it's like there's three teams fighting for that last spot. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, if we don't make the playoffs. Oh, if you lose this game. we yeah, right. you lose this, this game. game <laughs> how, how are you feeling about this season, Tyson?
0: That's tough, man. It depends because at six and three, our expectations change. Like yes. if, if, if we were all saying meaningful games in December, like we also the same thing in September, right. be, be relevant in December, meaningful games, you know, when we were saying win six, seven, eight games, we'd be happy mm-hmm. at six and three, everything changes because then you're like, Hey man, if you were, if you're winning six games, you should win 10 at the end of the year. Like you should be at that point. Right. That's where mm-hmm. we were. Then they go one five. It's like, you don't really <laughs> expect that. That's not the way you want to end things. So, you know, right now like as a in a week by week thing you know now you're we're excited about the Seattle game win that game you know just it's exciting but if you yeah. fall short say what how would they fall short they go one and one the next two weeks yeah i mean
2: look if if they go on a six game losing streak and that's how they end the season oh, i don't care what disaster. you say that's a disaster it's a fucking disaster Dude. to end the season on a six game losing streak but if they go one and one let's say look let's say they went the last two and they missed the playoffs yeah. i'm okay with that me too I'm okay with that, I mean, but let's say coming, I mean, one and
0: you, one, they they've won significantly more. You know, you you found building blocks. You have Sauce Gardner, you have Garrett Wilson, you have Brees Hall, unfortunately, but you AVT, you saw a lot of good things, and you learned something very very important. Zach Wilson's not the guy. So if you want, if you won, if you won yes. eight games or you won nine games, you didn't make it. You figured out the, the most important question coming into season. We don't have our quarterback. Yeah. So you did good. Salah's improved as a coach. You saw a lot of things that are like you can build off of, like building blocks going forward for your blueprint. But, you okay, we need a quarterback. And we, we won without a quarterback. Once we have him, we should win more. I know, but Danny. I'll, but I'll say just – I'm sorry, Manny. One more no, thing. No, right. But I'll say this. No matter how this season ends, next year has to be playoff mandate for Salah. Yes, if they don't 100%. go to playoffs next year, Salah's out 100%. of here. That, there's no more excuses for him then. Uh, no,
1: my last note is Danny didn't want to talk about it a few weeks ago when I started talking about next season. But the fact that Joe Douglas has built mm-hmm. such a good team and he's drafted so well – like for me, as an outsider looking in, I'm like, if you're going to take any solace in your season, regardless of what your record is, is the fact that he's found so many building blocks in this previous draft right. and free agents to bring into this team. That would be my, from an outside looking in, like, if you're going to take anything away from this season, is the fact that you guys drafted so fucking well.
0: Yeah, the, the free agency is kind of tough because you look at they could cut Carl Lawson, they could cut yep. Corey Davis. Some of his free agency signed, like his big yeah. name free agents may not work out, but this young influx of talent is so encouraging. We're even you like Jermaine Johnson, Michael Clemens. Yeah, like the young guys. I mean, the Beckton and Zach Wilson's going to hurt them because Becton's going to be – it's just a bust at this point. Yeah, yeah. You know, but Douglas is encouraging. But for me, it's like there's enough talent here for next year. Like Salah's got to get – there's none of this, oh, six, seven wins. Next year is – got to get us ten wins, dude. Like you've yeah. got to make a legitimate playoff run now because this this rebuild can't last five years. Like at some point, you've got to actually start winning games. I agree. And build off, and build off this year, you know.
2: Uh, if we would have made the playoffs, we would have been a year ahead of schedule. But I do yep. think that the playoffs are necessary next year. 100%. Now, could you imagine if Zach Wilson's knee injury would have been a torn ACL in the preseason? Oh, could you imagine? And we would have gone through this whole season. And we would have been where we're at right now. 7-7 seven and seven or, or what was 7-8? and 7-8. and eight And eight. would have been like, ooh... Zach Wilson comes back next year, though. <laughs> we're
0: going to roll with him.
2: Yeah, We're going to roll with him. Look at, the, look at the team we have right now. Look how well we're doing without our starting quarterback. And then we had to sit through Zach Wilson next year. Oh. I agree. That was the, bi- the biggest thing this year is that we found out that he's not our quarterback. Yep. Because if we would have had this season and still had that question mark, yep. I think we would have been in a lot tougher spot.
0: 100%.
2: So this is how we usually end every episode, Tyson. All our guests, we usually ask two questions. Favorite Jets player of all time, favorite Jets moment of all time. Oh,
0: I'll go with favorite moment first. For me, okay. it was the Jets Jacksonville home playoff game in '98 with Parcells Ooh. and all those guys. Because I was a season ticket holder, you know, you're, the crowd was just wild, man. Like, you know, Keyshawn's going crazy, Curtis Martin, Bill Parcells, and it was like they won, and you thought the Jets were the best team in football. Like they were so dominant, they beat the Jaguars up. You felt confident going to Denver, but you knew like they were well coached, they're prepared, talent replaced. And as wild as the game was, the post game was insane because the fans, we haven't we hadn't had a home playoff game in forever. And the fans were so happy. Like everybody's running around with champagne bottles and stuff. And it was just, just, it was the wildest game. Like, wildest. I've never seen Jet fans that happy for, you know, like it was just incredible. And there's been a home playoff game since then, but that, that game was just. But,
2: I, you know, it's funny you say that. We were talking about this a couple weeks ago. And I brought up, and I forgot the stat. I can't find it. But I think it, they've only had, in our history, we've only had, I think it was like seven or eight home playoff games. It's not a lot, yep. In our history. Yep. The Jaguars, one that you're talking about, and then the Colts, we beat them 41-0. That was yep. the last one. That was 20 yep. years ago. All right, and Then your favorite Jets player.
0: That's tough, dude, of all time. Yeah. <sighs> Shit. Man, I'm going <laughs> to. Listen, you can
1: change your rules. You can add two if you want. Because if, if, if it's 1A, I mean, if it's 1 and 1A, you know, that's technically still.
0: I'm gonna player. say, uh, I'll you probably go. However you want. Yeah, I'll go one A, one B. I'll go uh, Curtis Martin for one, because Curtis Martin was a legend on and off the field. Man, like yes. is a a guy that would after the game, win or lose, he would sit and sign autographs for fans for a half hour, forty minutes, no matter what. He could be limping and would stop and sign autographs forever. He did it at training camp, and uh, my one B probably be like uh, be probably B and C be Aaron Glenn and Victor Green. Just Ooh, you know, you, yeah, we haven't like,
2: heard those. We yeah, like oh, I love that tandem.
0: Yeah, those are like Victor Green's like an undrafted guy, just a thumper. Like he was a like heart and soul defense, and Aaron Glenn was like an undersized guy, but he was such he was like a he was like a Revis before Revis. He was like five nine, ridiculously fast. So those were two guys I just. I was loved so those guys. sad
2: when the Texans picked him up in that uh, expansion draft. Yep. Oh, that was that was a killer and. He, he he's the one that was uh, the defensive coordinator for the
0: Lions, was it? Yes, sir. He yeah, he interviewed with the Jets at one point, I think too. He's yeah. he's a he's a guy on the rise, man. Like he's really well respected, very intelligent. So he'll be a head coach in the future.
1: What was that, man? You got something? I'm saying you never asked me who my favorite Jets player of all time is. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <sighs> as long as it's not Jason Richard Taylor. Todd. I'll have a <laughs> <question>. <laughs> okay. Is it Jason it's Taylor? It's definitely Jason Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm I'll be honest with you. As a again outside perspective looking in two of my favorite Jets players of all time have been um, Chad Pennington and Wayne the, for Those guys for well, me. Pennington you was dolphin, that's why. Yeah, right. Well, not even, not just that <laughs> dude. Like even when he was down here, he was always the same way he was in New York. Yeah. All about the fans. Great yeah. on the field. Great off the field. Accurate, I love that so, yeah, yeah. I love man. Chad Pennington. Like I, I don't know how he's not. And I don't want to say an offensive coordinator, but a, a quarterback coordinator or something for yeah. some team, because I feel like that guy has a lot to offer. Especially yep. nowadays,
2: in that Patriots Tom Brady Bill Belichick era, he was the only one that won the division yep. outside of the Patriots during that time. He went it for the Jets in thousand two, and then for the Dolphins two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. So and that, by the way, wild. we
1: did get a home game, and then we got Molly Wap and curb stomp by the by the Baltimore
0: Ravens, but they they knew how to defend Chad. Chad they couldn't. They took away all his, his short passes. Yep, because of his arm. Yep.
2: Well, I, I would kill for Chad Pennington right now, but yep. we got Mike
0: White, and I'm good
2: with Mike White because I think that he can win this game in Seattle. I hope we get the last two. But All right, Tyson. Well, again, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate you giving us your time. Uh, again, he's recording on what Talk Jets Radio, on Twitter, Instagram, on your social media, yep. on YouTube. He you puts up three or four episodes a week, got short rants. I'm assuming yep. uh, I have to go back and see what you what you ranted about after that Jaguars game
0: wasn't pretty it was not pretty at all but i was angry as hell i went off of, just off the rails on well, and...
2: just throwing this
1: out there in case you're interested we're trying to put it together a very good combined all things hopeful after this week that we're both again fighting for something next week but we're trying to put something together good for the last shows of the season so by all mm-hmm. means man if you're if you're down to come again we'd love to have you. 100 percent.
2: We usually do a once a week, but that week since we're Jets Dolphins, obviously we do a, a Jets podcast and a Dolphins podcast. We're just gonna go combine the, the episodes and just go once, a, once once every day. Just have different Dude, I'm people down. on. Know. I'm in. So, all right. Well, again, appreciate your time. Check them out, Tyson Rush. I, cr- you I got it. Again, hold on, let me send.
1: Rush that. Let me, let me send on uh, right on Talk Jets
2: Radio, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, active with your co host Kevin. And uh, again, appreciate your time. Manny, do you have anything for the people on the way out? Oh, uh, fin's up. Oh, fuck me. I got to remember to stop asking you. To <laughs> just fucking say something on the way out. All right. Appreciate you guys listening to the end, and we will catch you guys next week on episode 18, hopefully celebrating a win against Seattle. See you guys
1: next